Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Folks, Black Star Network is here. Hold no punches. A real uh, revolutionary right now. Support this man, Black Media. He makes sure that our stories are told. I thank you for being the voice of Black America, Roller. Hey, Black, I love y'all. All momentum we have now. We have to keep this going. The video looks phenomenal. See, there's a difference between Black Star Network and Black-owned media and something like CNN. You can't be Black-owned media and be scared. It's time to be smart. Bring your eyeballs home. You dig? October 25th, 2022, coming up on Roller Martin Unfiltered, streaming live on the Black Star Network. I'm back in Swainsboro, Georgia, where we have, of course, focusing on uh, the critical midterm elections. Eight days in, massive turnout in Georgia. More than one million people have all wrote, already voted early. Republicans are already saying, see, no voter suppression, but they're still lying. 
So we will, of course, talk about that and talk to some folks here about what they're doing to drive turnout uh, in this city, but also in this county and in this region. We'll also talk with the mother uh, of the young black man shot and killed in Mississippi. They still are demanding answers uh, from police uh, as to what happened to Jalen Lewis. Uh, that is the fifth officer-involved shooting by the state police force created by Governor Tate Reeves a larger law enforcement presence in the predominantly black capital city of Jackson, Mississippi. A Russian court has rejected uh, the appeal of WNBA star uh, Brittany Griner. She will begin a nine-year prison term uh, in that country. Also, two white right-wing political operatives, they have pled guilty to making robocalls uh, to dissuade black folks uh, from voting. Again, they targeted Michigan as well. Folks, we're going to talk about that and much more. It's time to bring the funk. I'm Roland Martin Unfiltered from the Black Star Network here in Georgia. Let's go. He's got it. Whatever the miss, he's on it. Whatever it is, he's got the scoop, the fact, the fine. And when it breaks, he's right on time. And it's rolling. Best believe he's knowing. Putting it down from sports to news to politics. With entertainment just for kicks, he's rolling. All right, folks, we are here in Swains, Georgia, again, for the second time the last uh, couple of weeks, uh, covering and focusing on what's happening here in this state uh, for the upcoming election. Crucial races in Georgia, Pennsylvania, North Carolina, Wisconsin, a number of states will determine who controls the United States House, who controls the United States Senate, but also who controls governor's mansions all across the country. A little bit later, we're going to have a panel here in Swainsboro talking about efforts to get folks out to vote to maximize uh, the black voter turnout in a city that is 65% African-American. But on today's show, first we want to talk about what's happening in Jackson, Mississippi, where a police force organized by the governor, Tate Reeves, uh, they have been shooting black folks at a higher incident uh, than many other places in the country. On Sunday, September 25th, Jalen Lewis and a friend were driving around Jackson, Mississippi. Uh, somehow, a reported traffic stop ended with Jalen being fatally shot by state capitol police officers. Now, bullet holes in his vehicle show officers shot Jalen while he was still inside with the window up. Those unidentified officers are, are on administrative leave while the Mississippi Bureau of Investigation reviews the incident. Now, this shooting is the fifth officer-involved shooting in the state's capital since July 1st. The state capital police department functions as a standalone subsidiary of the Maryland Department of Public Safety, and they collaborate with existing sworn personnel. The move was made possible by bill signed by Governor Tate Reeves authorizing MDPS to acquire the capital police in 2021. This new division primarily patrols black communities from downtown, extending from Jackson State University to I-55. Jalen's mother, Arkila, says no one has contacted her about what happened to her son, specifically 
why the officers shot him. She and her attorney, Lee Merritt, join us right now. Glad to have you both. So um, first and foremost, um, uh, Arkeela, uh, certainly uh, our condolences for the loss of your son. Too often uh, we have had to uh, do this and talk to way too many mothers and fathers uh, whose children have been shot and killed uh, by police. Uh, you say that no one has contacted you, and so this was September 25th. Was there an autopsy? Has, has there been a report uh, explaining what happened? Um, no. Um, um, well, I called the was an autopsy done. Um, however, they said that I'm entitled to one, but they're not ready to release it yet because it's still under investigation. Other than that, I have not been contacted by anybody. And even with that information, I have to reach out to someone. Reach out to someone. So uh, police say that he was driving around. Have they even given a reason why the car was stopped? No, sir, they have not. Um, Lee Merritt, what in the world is going on here? I mean, we're talking about September 25th. Uh, that's a month ago. Um, how is it that uh, there's no information on how her son was killed? Hello? Folks, is Lee there? Hello? Yeah, Lee, we got you. Go ahead. Lee's yeah. Um, sorry, Lee, Lee is. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Hi. This is Dennis. Control room is Lee there or not? Yeah. Hi. This is Dennis. Week. The uh, MBI Mississippi Bureau of Investigations. The, uh, uh, they do the investigation, and they have said that they haven't had any 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 results yet. They haven't turned over any report yet. Turned over any report yet. Sorry, this is Dennis Sweet the Fourth and Dennis Sweet the Third. Um, sorry, uh, we we had on here my list here that Lee that Lee was supposed to be there. Uh, so uh, again, Dennis, I'm trying to understand here. You're saying that uh, there's been no re so no report has been filed. No report yet. Um, no report. We yet. my son and I have done no cases and. A lot of times they have a difficult time getting reports on this investigation. This is uh, the Capitol Police. This is not your regular police department now. This this is an organization set up by statute, uh, and uh, they're not responsible to local uh, law enforcement officials. They're not they're not responsible to the DA. Uh, this is the Mississippi Capitol Police. Now these are uh, special contract agents. And this bill was set up July 1st, 2022. And so uh, this is kind of new out the box for us. Um, and uh, they, MBI, Mississippi Bureau of Investigations, is investigating uh, uh, these officers. Now, these officers are hiring special contract agents through the Mississippi Bureau of Investigations. So um, we don't know what the delay is. We talked to Ms. Lewis. She has, of course, been wanting a uh, report. And so we're about to take some action, I think, of opening an estate and using the subpoena power that you get when you open an estate. Uh, Dennis? Yeah, we're going to have to do an independent investigation and use the power of the courts, unfortunately. One second. Statute, Dennis, hold on. Dennis, one second. Statute. Dennis, one second. Okay, let me go back. I'm confused here. Who do these officers report to? 
The statute says they're responsible to the attorney general's office. They are policing in the city of Jackson uh, and under the Capitol Police, but they're responsible to the attorney general's office. And that's set up by a statute that went into effect. It, 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 so that went into effect. 22. So in terms of this shooting, in terms of this shooting, that means that the report should be filed by the AG's office. We should get it from, well, the, the Mississippi Bureau of Investigation, so it should come from them, the state uh, law enforcement office, not not the local where it was, like we see in the police department. This will be from the state. This is absolutely yeah. confusing that a month has yeah. passed and a shooting takes place, a fatal shooting. And there's been no type of report whatsoever, which means that we don't know if these officers. So, okay, so who put them on administrative leave? And how long is that? It's the, the state. The state has the authority to do the investigation. Um, local law enforcement, local investigators uh, don't have any power. The statute gives the complete authority to the attorney general's office and the governor. So, uh, all decisions on this have been coming from the state. And that's why it's important to try to get local uh, counsel and local help so we can access the courts and try to get this seen and investigated uh, through the courts and through the, the legal uh, process. Ms. Lewis there has, has been diligent. She's been diligent. They've gotten this vehicle back. Uh, you see the pictures with the bullet holes. She's been able to get the vehicle, secure it, Ms. Lewis has, and her family. Uh, and they have possession of the vehicle now. Um, she was able to get that back. Uh, she's, like you said, inquired about a autopsy, and she's waiting for the report. Um, so the legal action we have now would be to use her and open an estate form and use the subpoena power of the court. We're hoping that they'll have something in the next couple of weeks. And Ms. Ms. Lewis has been down. Uh, we've counseled with her. And so um, we'll have to use our power, subpoena power of our courts, to uh, get this information, um, hopefully they will have something. But but as she said, she's been asking. She's um, uh, been trying. Her minister, uh, Reverend Pickett, uh, has been trying uh, uh, to rally support to get it. So it's an effort on to get it. We will get it uh, for her, and um, we'll report, uh, uh, have her report to you what we learn when we get this report and what we're going to learn from our investigation. Uh, Arkila, you're waiting on the autopsy report. Uh, have you and your attorneys commissioned your own independent autopsy of your son? Yes, I am. Yes. And has and has that taken place? Um, no, it hasn't. I mean, I've spoken with my attorney, and he's going to do it. But as of now, no. That's right. All right, then. Uh, well, we'll certainly um, keep us uh, abreast of what happens next in this case. It is certainly um, you know, just tragic that, one, uh, he was shot and killed, but also that you have not gotten uh, any answers whatsoever. Uh, so we appreciate you, uh, as well as uh, your attorneys, uh, joining us on today's show as well. Dennis Sweet the fourth and Dennis Sweet the III. May I say appreciate one thing, it. Thanks too? a lot. May I say one okay. thing, too? Okay. Well, go ahead. 
when you all are looking into this and you're waiting for answers, would you all please ask some answers to how a bill like this got passed where you could have special contract agents policing individuals in the city? Um, we're looking into that also. What legislative action, what political action allowed this to happen? I believe it, it's been five, five shootings. Yeah. And it, it's been enacted since July 1st. And I believe we've already had five shootings from this agency. Three deaths. Three deaths. Three deaths. And, and they Three investigate deaths. the bill. All right. And, and they investigate the bill. Um, we certainly appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Folks, we reach out to the Mississippi Legislative Black Caucus, uh, the Mississippi Black Caucus of local elected officials, and the Mississippi Bureau of Investigation, the Capitol Police, and several Jackson, Mississippi Police Council members. We only got one response from a council member who said he had not heard about Jalen's uh, shooting. Uh, I want to um, bring up uh, my panel right now. Xavier Pope, host of Suit Up News and owner, Suit Up News, owner of the Pope Law Firm, Brianna Cartwright, political strategist, Randy Bryant, diversity and inclusion strategist, speaker, trainer, and writer. Xavier, I want to, Xavier, I want to start with you. Um, we, we, we have seen examples uh, similar to this uh, in Cincinnati. Uh, they allow for the uh, University of Cincinnati Police Force to actually go into the community there when they're, when they're pursuing someone. There was a shooting that took place beforehand, and we've sort of seen this in places also where you have these state capitals, where you also have these um, um, majority black cities. But, but, but this is strange, and you would think that if you've had five police-involved shootings since July, you have a serious problem with these contractors who the state is hiring to police there in Jackson, Mississippi, a predominantly black city. Yeah, Roland, I think that's a, a huge problem. But the other part of this is this creates a huge bureaucracy about how to hold the police accountable here. Because if they're deputized by the attorney general's office, you, you ask correctly who actually gave the suspension if they're going to be investigated by um, the state body police. And so this creates an additional barriers to be able to, to submit FOIA requests, to be able to determine process, gathering information, to be able to truly hold accountable who actually has done who's done what's happened, and then also to be able to bring civil suits and to be able to, to uh, further bring accountable any, any agency involved. Um, Brianna. Yeah, so this is a very sad situation, and I hope that it, the fact that for a month, nothing has been stated to the mother um, is, is not understandable at all. I do not know the processes of it, um, but it's definitely way over time, and hopefully um, some things get sorted out soon. Again, uh, we often see where you have uh, these red states where they want to... Uh, intercede in the power of local government uh, but there's no way in the world anyone can defend enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at betmgm signing up and playing is so easy simply sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet when you register with betmgm you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features live betting options and the best daily promotions in the business and with betmgm at your fingertips every play and every game matter more than ever place your money line prop and parlay bets with a king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen 
$1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment... Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Mom met a lot of your demands over the years. This Mother's Day, get her the Bartesian cocktail maker that makes premium cocktails on demand. In just 30 seconds, have your choice of over 60 premium or seasonal cocktails, all at the touch of a button. Get $50 off on the Bartesian cocktail maker now when you buy one pack of cocktail capsules. So, for all the times you made a mess, get Mom the countertop cocktail system that makes premium cocktails without making any mess at all. For all the times you begged for soda, get her premium cocktail capsules made with real fruit juice and craft bitters. For all the times you demanded tacos for dinner, get her the Bartesian that mixes margaritas in just 30 seconds. Make mom's Mother's Day and all the 364 days that aren't Mother's Day with a Bartesian cocktail maker at $50 off. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash mother now to get $50 off the Bartesian premium cocktail maker. Bartesian, premium cocktails on demand. Five police-involved shootings uh, since July and not think there's a fundamental problem there with the state, poli- the state police uh, in Jackson, Mississippi. And it definitely seems that if there are red states that are majority black, you know, Jackson, Mississippi is almost 85% African-American. And it seems that these are the areas that you're seeing these kind of side, um, the side policing going on um, of our people. Just this week, a study came out that said that Mississippi is the most dangerous state in America right now. And I think people would be surprised by that. And Jackson, specifically, the most dangerous city. And it's because of cases like this that are, you know, where people are allowed to go unchecked. um, And there's almost like this private policing of Black people going on. And so it's quite scary. 
Uh, indeed it is. And so we're certainly going to try to get uh, more answers from this. Got to go to a break. We come back. I want to talk about early voting taking place all across the country. want to talk about what we're seeing in a lot of these places. Uh, as we uh, do a countdown, we are literally 14 days away from November 8th, Election Day. But early voting is taking place uh, right now. So we'll talk about that and other news when we come back. Roland Martin Unfiltered on the Black Star Network broadcasting live from Swainsboro, Georgia. Don't forget, folks, if you're watching on Instagram, uh, YouTube, Facebook, hit the like button, hit the share button. We also want to see your comments as well. It's not that hard. It's free to simply click the button. Also, download the Black Star Network app. You can see this show, all shows live, the other five shows that we have on Apple phone, Android phone, Apple TV, Android TV, Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Xbox One, Samsung Smart TV. You, of course, can also join our Bring the Funk Fan Club. Your dollars make it possible for us to cover the kind of stores all across the country. Checks and money orders go to P.O. Box 57196, Washington, D.C., 20037-0196. Cash App, dollar sign, RM Unfiltered. PayPal is R. Martin Unfiltered. Venmo is RM Unfiltered. Zale is rolling at rollingsmartin.com. Rolling at rollingmartinunfiltered.com. And get your copy of my book, White Fear, How the Brownie of America is Making White Folks Lose Their Minds. All bookstores, Ben Bella Books, IndieBound, Books a Million, Target. You can also get it at Barnes & Noble, Amazon, order through your favorite black bookstore, or download a copy on Audible. I'll be right back. When we invest in ourselves, our glow, our vision, our vibe, we all shine. Together, we are black beyond measure. This is our time, our moment to move forward beyond the gun violence, the hospital closures, the unaffordable housing. Brian Kemp's Georgia for the wealthiest few. Stacey Abrams is looking out for every Georgian. She'll invest our $6 billion surplus in the fundamentals, education, healthcare, housing, and a good living. Putting more money in your pocket to build one Georgia where everyone has the freedom to thrive. When we invest in ourselves, we all shine. Together, we are black beyond measure. You know what's on the ballot. It's not just legislation and policies we believe in. It's democracy. Our democracy. There's a choice on the ballot between freedom and fear, between cruelty and compassion, between chaos and community, between voting or violence, and the end of rights generations have fought for. The extremists have a plan, a roadmap for a nation where your voice is silenced and your vote is a memory, where they count their votes and cast ours aside. That's why this year, this fight, this vote is so important. Register, engage, volunteer, fight back against the disinformation and despair, and most of all, vote, because your vote is all that stands between our future and theirs. Libraries empower the community with education. Liberia Economic Development Initiative, LEDI, is hosting the International Life Changers Awards and Liberia's Bicentennial to celebrate LEDI building the country's first modern public library and technology center. Join event host Roland Martin, our honorees, Reverend Dr. Jamal Bryant, Zernona Clayton, Thomas Dorch Jr., Dana Lupton, Dr. Tammy Graysteel, on October 29th at the CNN Center Atlanta. There are no public libraries in Liberia, but together we can change that. Get tickets at ledinow.org. Pull up a chair, take your seat at the Black Table with me, Dr. Greg Carr, here on the Black Star Network. 
every week we'll take a deeper dive into the world we're living in. Join the conversation only on the Black Star Network. Hello, I'm Bishop T.D. Jake. Hi, I'm doing it's your favorite funny girl, Amanda Seals. Hi, I'm Anthony Brown from Anthony Brown and Group Therapy. What up, Lana Well, and you are watching Rolling Martin Unfiltered. All right, folks, welcome back to Roland Martin Unfiltered. We're here in Swainsboro, Georgia. A little bit later, we're going to be, of course, uh, having another conversation here talking about the upcoming uh, election where we are 14 days away from Election Day. But the rally is voting has already started. A lot of major uh, things happened last night in Florida. You had, of course, the debate between uh, former Congressman Charlie Crist, former governor as well, against Governor Ron DeSantis. Tonight, big debate happening in Pennsylvania. Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman will be making his uh, first uh, statewide appearance since suffering a stroke. He'll be going against, of course, Mehmet Oz, uh, who is running on the Republican side. So a lot of eyes will be on that race. Uh, that race has also shrunk in terms of the polls. And, and, and I want to talk to uh, my panel about that, this whole idea of polls. And so there are a lot of people, uh, Brianna, right now, they get fixated on polling. And there are people who literally are watching it every single day, every single hour. And what I keep telling folks is there's not a single poll where anyone ever got elected, but you're guaranteed uh, to lose a race if you don't focus on turning people out. And that's really what it boils down to, turning people out to the polls. And so this right now is about ground game. I don't even think if you're, if you're a voter right now, I don't believe you have people out there who are undecided. I think what you really have right now, Brianna, are people who are not undecided as to who they will vote for. They're undecided as to if they're going to vote. So it's really about a hard ground game, knocking on doors, making phone calls, sending text messages, having person-to-person -person contact that will determine turnout in this election. Absolutely. Um, Obama did it perfectly, organizing 101, making sure people get out the vote. Um, it's now October 25th, so a lot of people, um, it's too late to mail in the ballot. It should be dropped off in the, in the ballot boxes. Um, but, you know, there's a huge amount of people who are still holding on to their ballot. They have a ballot, but they didn't turn it in. Um, it's, it's not too late. It's not too late. Um, it's not too late, Brian, depending upon your state. It's not too late. So, for instance, in Texas, early voting just started on yesterday. And so if you can't actually get to the get to the um, like you can't get to the ballot box, you can request you got until Friday uh, to actually get that application in. So it's not too late, depending upon where you live, to request a mail in ballot and then to get it in. Go ahead. Correct. To request it and to get it in. However, I was saying in the sense of mail has been slow. So physically mailing it in is more risky versus taking the, your ballot and, and submitting it to the clerk's office or one of the drop boxes. Um, but yes, different states uh, changes. Florida, um, you can you can still, um, like I said, take it to the drop box. Michigan, um, online signing up for your ballot. Um, yesterday was the deadline. However, what um, one of the importance is that there is the feeling of um, not who should I vote for, but who should I, if I should vote, especially in Florida, as we see the governor's race between um, DeSantis and, and, and Chris. Um, uh, 
Chris was formerly a governor. Some people remember that. And DeSantis has not been serving Florida. So um, some people have uh, the feeling of not wanting to vote because they don't see that there's going to be change. Um, however, we see plenty of things um, in, in, in ways that, especially in minority communities, um, we're being blocked to vote. And so it does matter. Um, and it's just driving that conversation, having those one-on-one -on -one conversations at people's doors, at the, at, at the supermarkets, um, but really driving people out to vote. Um, Georgia, uh, I'm currently in Georgia right now, and uh, it's hitting already 2018 numbers. So we are seeing a lot of excitement and voting in Georgia. And hopefully that continues. And hopefully, actually, and they hopefully fought, that they, continues. They've actually far exceeded. Brianna, they've actually far exceeded 2018, and and they're, they're they've exceeded 2018 numbers by 159 percent. They've exceeded 2020 numbers by 20 percent. So, and last night we had the conversation. We were in Statesboro. Uh, when you look at uh, black turnout, um, uh, folks, uh, you know, we are voting in some of the places in terms of you know at our numbers. And in fact, there's a very small gap. Uh, between black men and black women, and so all of these um, all of these uh, folks who were um, prognosticating uh, Xavier that black men were not turning out, well, they all lied because the numbers are very clear that they're actually turning out. So we are seeing a tremendous amount of response, and now we're tracking what's happening in these other states like North Carolina, like you have uh, there in Texas as well. Some places like Alabama that they don't have early voting, uh, but again. That's what we're also looking at, uh, Xavier, again, that, that, and this is what I keep saying, all of the people who spend their time paying attention to the mainstream media, they care about process. This is why you must talk to black-owned media, because we were not freaking out about black men turning out. <laughs> Roland, I think black people know what's at stake, and black men specifically know what's at stake. Because you just start out the show with a young black male being shot and killed. Uh, we know this is the, the reality in this country. And to discount black people not knowing the conditions that we are facing and the fascist white nationalists take over to take us back decades, we understand what's there. And I think this station is coming for a rude awakening seeing on some of these early turnout numbers that black people are here to save this republic once again. Randy, we're seeing also the, the intimidation going on. Uh, there's a there's drama happening in Arizona where you have these, uh, these, these white militants dressed in fatigues, carrying guns, bulletproof vests, who are fixated on a uh, ballot drop box. In fact, there have been standoffs there. In fact, there's going to be a court hearing tomorrow uh, in federal court uh, dealing with uh, the voter intimidation case. Uh, that's going to be at 1 p.m. Arizona, Arizona time, seeking a temporary restraining order against those individuals. And what I have been warning folks, and again, especially African-Americans who are choosing to ignore or sit out this election, to understand what is happening on the right. Uh, they are angry that Donald Trump lost. He has unleashed these evil forces across this country. And now what you're seeing is you're now seeing armed individuals who are literally intimidating folks. And this is not going to be just one case. You're also seeing folks challenging voters for no reason whatsoever 
in places like Georgia because the law was changed to allow anyone to challenge a voter based upon literally nothing. And so these are all intimidation tactics that too often are specifically targeting black folks and brown folks. Right. And if ever we had a question of how important it is that we get out there and vote, vote we should see what Republicans are doing to stop us from doing it. We should recognize the power that we have. I mean, already more than nine million Americans have done early voting in this uh this midterm, which is beautiful. And the majority of those being Democrats from what they're saying, right? They don't want that to happen. Red state, the conservatives do not want that to happen. They're doing everything in their power to intimidate us from having us arrested to creating lies that, you know, this information can show up on our credit reports, be used against us. And it's simply not true. Do not be intimidated. Do not back down. Absolutely exercise your right to vote because we see how much it matters. I think most of us know that, but call, go and call and remind your relatives, your friends, strangers in the grocery store that, you know, that we do have the right to vote and not to be intimidated. And I am glad that um, one, people are filming what these conservatives, what these thugs are doing to people as they are trying to vote early and exercise their rights so, so that we can follow up on this criminal activity. I'm going to keep hitting this thing, Brianna. That is, uh, we, we have to begin to have different conversations. Uh, when you look at young voters 18 to 40, the numbers are simply abysmal in early voting. Uh, in early voting, again, I showed last night in North Carolina, of uh, the folks who voted early first day, 55% of them were 65 years or older. And then as you went, as you go down between the ages of 18 and 40, they represented only about 12% uh, of the total number of votes cast. Uh, and so millennials and Gen Z's represent the largest potential, first of all, the largest group of Americans. Uh, and so in, if, if, if they want to talk about how do you change politics, then they got to vote. You listen to these people who complain that Joe Biden uh, is 78 years old. Well, guess what? If you don't vote and boomers vote, shut the hell up. They're the ones who are turning out. I mean, that's just I mean, so that's why it drives me crazy when I hear people who complain about who who, who votes. And I'm going, well, if you don't be quiet. Uh, we've had this conversation uh, back and forth. Uh, I do think that. Um, yeah, and the that, data and the data doesn't um, lie. The data doesn't lie, Brianna. At the end of the day, voters 18 to 40 aren't turning out. They do not vote their numbers. Well, we enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER.
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Mom met a lot of your demands over the years. This Mother's Day, get her the Bartesian cocktail maker that makes premium cocktails on demand. In just 30 seconds, have your choice of over 60 premium or seasonal cocktails, all at the touch of a button. Get $50 off on the Bartesian cocktail maker now when you buy one pack of cocktail capsules. So, for all the times you made a mess, get Mom the countertop cocktail system that makes premium cocktails without making any mess at all. For all the times you begged for soda, get her premium cocktail capsules made with real fruit juice and craft bitters. For all the times you demanded tacos for dinner, get her the Bartesian that mixes margaritas in just 30 seconds. Make mom's Mother's Day and all the 364 days that aren't Mother's Day with a Bartesian cocktail maker at $50 off. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash mother now to get $50 off the Bartesian premium cocktail maker. Bartesian, premium cocktails on demand. Hope uh, this general election uh, we see differently. Um, there's very important topics on the ballot as we see inflation has been huge in our country and they can see the effect of that on gas and what that means um, to go to work and milk. And so these are um, issues that affect young people, but also Roe v. Wade being overturned, right? That's a very young um, issue. And so maybe having that as a focus of, on our conversation about economy and, and, and really needing to protect our uh, state's rights now that Roe v. Wade is overturned it pushes more young people uh, to the polls. I, I, I do think it's about engaging. Um, you know, you said they're tired of the 87-year-old running. Um, some of the issues happen in the primaries, um, but we're in general election, and I know that sometimes it's lesser of two evils, and at this point, we need to vote for one of the lesser of the evils. Um, it's not perfect um, in some states. Uh, we don't have pretty candidates. Uh, we don't have some pretty candidates. Um, tonight is um, the debate and um, um, Pennsylvania. The debate and uh, this Pennsylvania. And okay, uh, but Brianna, what does that mean? What does that mean? We don't have. What does that mean? We don't have pretty candidates. I, I don't. And I get. Okay. And here's my problem with. Here's my problem with that phrase. We have the lesser of two evils. This is real simple. If you are a young voter and you don't vote in the primary. Why are you complaining about who's in the general? I mean, this is real simple. But, if you but, think but Roland, that there should be, I asked, you got to vote Roland, in the primary. I asked, but what, what if the individual did vote in the primary and upset with what the general looks like? That doesn't mean that they stop voting. They still need to vote. 
they could have voted in the primary, and they still don't like voted what's in the in primary, the general. and they still don't they like what's in the general. Actually, they didn't. They didn't, Brianna. Brianna, we can look at numbers. You can say average we can pull ones in. Data. There are some that you can say average ones. Brianna, we can pull that, and we will show you. We will show Brianna. We will show you consistently in nearly every election. The higher you go up in age, the higher the turnout. The lower you go in age, the lower the turnout. Please, by all means, give me an example where voters 18 to 40 outvoted voters 41 to 65 plus. I'll wait. Rolling. Not yet. It's, it's, but we're not done. It's, it's not about the pretty candidates. It's about how voters vote. It, it, it's, it's clear as day. Now, we saw the higher voter turnout rate in terms of mail-in ballots, in terms of drop boxes, and that swing towards Democrats. And you saw the Republicans' efforts to curtail that. And that's how a lot of young people vote, and also restricting voting on certain college campuses. And so if you make it easier for young people to vote, if you can TikTok your vote in, oh, Democrats are, are, are winning hands down. And so... We have to focus on making it easier to vote for young people. It's, it's clear as day that's how they engage with the political process. But older people, they want to be sure they get they vote in, so they're going to vote in more traditional ways. That's just pretty much how people vote and how we're able to address making it easier to connect with those that are younger and how to vote and get part of the process. I, I just want... I, I'm just... The thing that gets me again is, and first of all, control room, please work on this. You two folks said there's an echo, so let me know what's going on there. All I'm simply trying to say is this here. I think we have to literally have real frank conversations, and that is this here. You cannot talk about being a young voter, and you complain that older people are making all the decisions if, one, young folks don't run, two, if they then don't vote in primaries, three, don't vote in general elections. The reality, and then, and the reason I hate that lesser of two evils uh, comparison is because the reality is somebody is going to win. One person is going to win either way. And so you have to make a decision that of the two people who are running, then who likely, one, is going to support the issues that I care about, or two, who do I have a better shot at actually being able to talk to and hear from out of the two candidates because somebody's going to win and whoever wins is going to be determining policy. Now I can sit here and yell lesser of two evils and why do I have to pick between bad choices? Well, because you have to, because one of the two are going to win. And that to me is what we actually have to be willing to look somebody in the eye and tell them and be honest about that. Listen, if you, if you sit out, that is just as, uh, as just as worse as you actually um, uh, uh, voting uh, a wrong way, because again, you're sitting out of the process. Numbers simply don't lie. And when I pull up these uh, numbers, Randy, when I look at city elections, when I look at some areas where a city council member was elected with a hundred votes in a in an area with a thousand plus voters, that's ten percent of the eligible voters voted. But trust me, you got more than ten percent of people who whine and complain about something. 
I think, honestly, that younger voters feel ambivalent. I feel that they don't feel connected to the process or they have any sort of control. And that's what needs to happen, is that we need to show them how this process actually affects them. I think they see politics and voting and, honestly, the entire government as something that is so incredibly distant from them. They have nothing to do with it. And they are more focused on what their lives are. And they're not understanding it, what their lives are and what the possibilities of their lives can be is dependent on voting. And, you know, who is really speaking to them? I mean, if I were speaking, for instance, to my sons, you know, who attend Hampton University, I mean, they know they must vote or, you know, that they would be repercussions. But, you know, who who can relate to them? You know, are there people that they listen to who are putting the emphasis on the important importance of voting and connecting what matters to them to them getting out and voting? And I think that's the issue. I, I would love to see that push that we see from many of our, um, you know, stars, people they look at, really talk about voting and make it make sense, make the connections for them. Um, I think that would be extremely powerful. Uh, or I would also say to folks, learn to mobilize and organize yourselves so then you're not depending on somebody else to actually do it for you. That also is important. I got to go to a break. We come back. We're going to continue this conversation about what has happened in the midterm elections, issues that we care about. Was at the top of the ballot? We'll talk about that next. We'll also have black and missing when we come back as well. You're watching Roland Martin Unfiltered, broadcasting live from Spainsboro, Georgia, right here on the Black Star Network. Back in a moment. When we invest in ourselves, we all shine. Together, we are black beyond measure. This is our time, our moment to move forward. Beyond the gun violence, the hospital closures, the unaffordable housing, Brian Kemp's Georgia for the wealthiest few. Stacey Abrams is looking out for every Georgian. She'll invest our $6 billion surplus in the fundamentals, education, healthcare, housing, and a good living. Putting more money in your pocket to build one Georgia where everyone has the freedom to thrive. When we invest in ourselves, our glow, our vision, our vibe. We all shine. Together, we are black beyond measure. It's about us. Everybody together. We are in sunny South Dallas. The election is coming up. It's super important that folks know who they are voting for, but more importantly, what they are voting for. Y'all, we got the free shirts and free lunch right over here. Freedom is our birthright. No matter what we're up against, we're sending a message in Dallas, in Texas, and in this country. We won't black down. That's what this bus tour is all about. The housing cost is one of the most capitalized areas that we have found people who are marginalized that are brown and black. We are suffering the most, and I think that we have the biggest vote and the biggest impact in this election. I'm voting for affordable housing, for sure. We should not be paying the cost of a utility failure because our elected officials are too proud to say we need help. I know that we can bring out our people to vote. It's a part of our birthright. Right. It's a part of our heritage. And surely it's a part of our prison, a part of our future. That's right. That's what's up. And we won't black down. Forward that message to five friends, because in that message, it's got links to how to get registered, how to check your registration status, 
Like I said, 2.30, we'll start um, rendezvousing right here on this street. I am voting to let our voice be heard in the rural communities that, hey, we are people too. There are things that we need. Free shirts, free food, and lots of power. We are in Longview, Texas, where black voters matter, 365. Whatever type of oppression a white supremacist throws our way, we will not black down. We are in relentless pursuit of liberation of our people. Freedom is liberation for black bodies and black communities to make economic change through political power. Freedom is choice. We won't black down. 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 On the next Get Wealthy with me, Deborah Owens, America's Wealth Coach, black women are starving businesses at the fastest rate than any other segment. However, finding the funding to build them is challenging. On our next Get Wealthy, we're going to talk with author Katherine Finney, who wrote the book, Build the Damn Thing. And she's going to be sharing exactly what we need to do to achieve success in spite of the odds. As an entrepreneur of color, it's first, you know, building your personal advisory board. I think that's one of the things that's helped me the most. The personal advisory board of the people who are in the business of you, you personally, and want to see you succeed. That's right here on Get Wealthy, only on Black Star Network. Pull up a chair, take your seat at the Black Tape with me, Dr. Greg Carr, here on the Black Star Network. Every week, we'll take a deeper dive into the world we're living in. Join the conversation only on the Black Star Network. Carl Payne pretended to be Roland Martin. Holla! You are watching Roland Martin, and I'm on his show today, and it's... What? Huh? You should have some two cards! Hey, what's up, y'all? It's your boy, Jacob Lattimore, and you're now watching Roland Martin right now. E Uh, Jordan Clark was last seen in St. Joseph, Missouri on September 3rd, 2022. The 24-year-old, 5 feet 6 inches tall, weighs 140 pounds with brown hair, brown eyes. She has an elephant tattoo on her arm and pierced dimples. Anyone with information about Jordan Clark should call the St. Joseph, Missouri Police Department at 816-271-4777, 816-271-4777. Russian court has denied WNBA star Brittany Griner's appeal on drug charges. Uh, she appeared virtually uh, in court today. Uh, she will now serve a nine-year prison sentence. Uh, negotiations continue uh, to actually get her back. She's been there uh, more than six months after she was arrested uh, with, with uh, cannabis items uh, in her luggage when she went uh, to Moscow to play uh, for Russian for Russian Basketball League. Uh, State Department spokesman Ned Price made a public statement earlier in the month that securing the release of Brittany Griner and Paul Whelan remains a priority for the Biden administration. 
Two conservative activists pled guilty to a multi-state 2020 election robocall scheme. Today in Cuyahoga County, uh, please come and please court us in Cleveland. Jacob Warhol of L.A. and Jack Berkman of Virginia both pled guilty to one count of telecommunications fraud. They made 67,000 illegal robocalls in Midwestern states uh, with election misinformation. The fraudulent calls told recipients their personal information will be sent to law enforcement debt collectors and be forced to get vaccinations if they voted by mail. The campaign led the Federal Communications Commission to seek a record-breaking $5 million fine against Warhol and Berman, Berkman. New York and Michigan are currently pursuing separate charges against the two for robocalls made to those states. They face up to a year in prison. And so isn't it interesting, um, Randy, that we hear all these conservatives talk about voter fraud and there's no voter suppression when here, here you have two prominent conservative activists who are fully engaged uh, in spreading misinformation. And I keep saying that one of the things that we are most susceptible to, that kind of misinformation being targeted by Republicans and their operatives. They are pulling out all stops to stop us from voting. Like we said earlier, I mean, they will not, they, there's, there doesn't see a, seem to be a bottom for them. There seems to be no standard. Um, no morality, and they certainly seem to get away with a lot of this. I'm glad to see that these two were at least convicted and now are going to be felons. Um, I'll be interested to see if they actually pay the fine that some are asking them uh, to pay. But th there's just there's just no bottom for them, and 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 it's interesting that you know they did. They're they're searching and trying to accuse us of voter fraud, where they're doing this on a mass scale. I mean, they have a system to keep us and hold us back. And I notice, Xavier, I don't see any tweets from GOP chairwoman Rona McDaniel thanking law enforcement for uh, the guilty plea there. You ever know, you notice it kind of quiet? Just say. Forever gonna be cricket, Roland. Uh, the reason is this. This isn't about election fraud or quote-unquote election integrity. This is behind the whole uh, replacement theory politics that has gripped the Republican Party. This is about a cultural election being stolen. This is about, this is what we want to do. This is how we want to rule. I mean, your book is plain as day is talking about white folks losing their mind. It's really about this white fear. And that is, we will willing, we're willing to call people, threaten them with credits being messed up or go to jail. We're willing to have election forces to come out to do voter intimidation with guns. This isn't about democracy. This isn't about what's legal. This is about rule. This is about power. This is about how do we do it, whether... It, we, now they're just openly doing it, hoping that they will get away with this, hoping to get a pardon, hoping to get passed some kind of way. And that's what we're seeing. It's not based on the law. It's, voice, it's an intimidation. It's in taking over. That's what it's all about. Um, uh, the thing here, Brianna, when we talk about, again, what we see, the, these are the type of tactics that have long been targeted African-Americans, sending flies with the wrong election date, things along those lines. But now what we're seeing is far more sophisticated efforts where they're using algorithms, uh, how they gerrymander districts, and again, how we are being targeted uh, and, and in terms of being able to suppress our numbers. Uh, and, and I see a lot of gloating as well 
uh, from uh, Republicans in Georgia by saying, oh, what happened to the voter suppression? Look at the record turnout. Well, first of all, black folks been jumping, jumping over uh, hurdles for a very long time. But just because you put just because we still turn out doesn't mean the hurdles should always be put there. Correct. Correct. Um, there's far too many hurdles and they keep on pushing the bars. For example, you know, in Georgia, you're not allowed to have water in the lines. The fact that, you know, there's long lines in the first place. So then we um, try to encourage our people to vote by mail and then they, they make different rules about mails and, and they just they keep on making it harder and harder. And I think it's a valid point that we need to try to push on making it easy um, and making sure we vote. Um, that's the most important thing. We, we keep on talking about it, um, but emphasizing even the young people uh, need to vote, even if they don't like uh, the candidates. Um, and, you know, we have homecoming. Come, uh, uh, just homecoming. had a homecoming in a lot of last weekend. Uh, we have um, a lot of um, trunk or treats coming up um, in churches. Um, that's a great way to make sure that people know the right information. The sad part is it was um, they used all that money and, and, and robocalls used to be um, a, a technique that um, campaigns would be able to use to spread information and names. And they were able to take that and use it again. So they're taking a lot of the strategies that helped get the right information out, the right candidates and um, um, destabilizing us to not be able to to use it um, for good. It's it's now being used for evil. So we have to reinvent different ways that we're con- Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bet Bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... (laughs) Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Mother's Day is coming, and Mom doesn't want flowers. She wants a cocktail. Here's a hint. 
Get Mom Bartesian. It's the countertop cocktail maker that creates your choice of over 60 premium cocktails in less than 30 seconds, each at the touch of a button. Flowers die. Happy hour comes back every day. So get Mom the machine that makes amazing cocktails with real fruit juices and craft bitters. Best of all, get $50 off a Bartesian premium cocktail maker with the purchase of one pack of cocktail capsules. So, instead of getting mom a reason to fill a flower vase with water, get mom the easiest, fastest way to fill her glass with the floral notes of gin. The best cocktails are premium cocktails, and the best day to get it for mom is Mother's Day, because you can get $50 off now for a limited time. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash mother to get the best premium cocktail maker for mom at the best price for you. Artesian, premium cocktails on demand connecting to the community um, to make sure that they get out to vote. Um, to make sure- All right, then, uh, Brianna, Randy, and Xavier, we surely appreciate it. Thanks a bunch for joining us on today's panel, folks. When I come back for this break, we have our conversation here in Swainsboro, Georgia, talking about election in this state, talking about turnout also in this city. And, and I got to pose the question to the folks assembled here. How in the hell are we in a city that's 65% black and ain't never had a black mayor? I need somebody to answer that question when we come back. You're watching Roller Martin Unfiltered on the Black Star Network. Be sure to download the Black Star Network app available on all platforms, Apple phone, Android phone, Apple TV, Android TV, Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Xbox One. You can also support Samsung Smart TV as well. You can also support our show by joining our Bring the Funk fan club. Every dollar you give goes to support the show. Uh, P.O. Box 57196, Washington, D.C., 20037-0196. Cash app, dollar sign, RM Unfiltered. PayPal is R. Martin Unfiltered. Venmo is RM Unfiltered. Zelle is rolling at rollingsmartin.com. Rolling at rollingmartinunfiltered.com. And you can also get my book, White Fear, How the Browning of America is Making White Folks Lose Their Minds. Available at bookstores everywhere. Amazon, Barnes & Noble. Order through your favorite black bookstore. You can also, of course, download it on Audible. We'll be right back. When we invest in ourselves, we all shine. Together, we are black beyond measure. This is our time, our moment to move forward beyond the gun violence, the hospital closures, the unaffordable housing. Brian Kemp's Georgia for the wealthiest few. Stacey Abrams is looking out for every Georgian. She'll invest our $6 billion surplus in the fundamentals, education, healthcare, housing, and a good living putting more money in your pocket to build one Georgia where everyone has the freedom to thrive. When we invest in ourselves, we're investing in what's next for all of us. Growing, creating, making moves that move us all forward. Together, we are black beyond measure. I am on screen and I am representing what a black man is to the entire world that's going to see this. And this might be the only black man, a representation of a black man that they see. Right. So I am responsible, right, for how they see black men. And it's my responsibility to, if I am not playing an upstanding, honorable, of someone with a strong principle and moral core, to make sure that this character is so specific. Right. That it is him, not black men. And I wish that more actors would realize how important uh, their position is as an actor, as an actor of color, playing people of color on screen. Because there are people that see us all over the world in in these different images that we portray, 
and not everyone knows black people to know, yes, that's not all. empower the community with education. Liberia Economic Development Initiative, LEDI, is hosting the International Life Changers Awards and Liberia's Bicentennial to celebrate LEDI building the country's first modern public library and technology center. Join event host Roland Martin, our honorees, Reverend Dr. Jamal Bryant, Zernona Clayton, Thomas Dorch Jr., Dana Lupton, Dr. Tammy Gracedeal, on October 29th at the CNN Center Atlanta. There are no public libraries in Liberia, but together we can change that. Get tickets at ledinow.org. Hey, what's up? This is Marlon Wayans. No, it's not Kenan. No, or as some of y'all say, Clignan. No, it's not Damien. It's really, da and it's not Damien, because I do not have a bald head. Um, it's one of the Wayans. It's not Winans, uh, because they have been coming up to you. Hey, how you doing? I love the Winans. There's no BB and no CC in this family. There's Kiki and Damon. So, I am one of them Wayans uh, brothers, or as you may want to call, fraternity population. Uh, there's the Chinese, and then there's the Wayans. We, there's so many of us. Seven Wayanses was born during this drop. So, you are watching my man, Roland Martin, who uh, really uh, is swagged out. I want to give a big shout out to my man, Roland Martin, because he inspired the generation. He's the one that got Al Sharpton in the gym doing selfies. He got a, <laughs> Reverend Al was like, oh, I see Roland trying to look like he got a little two-pack. I'm going to get him one better. He's the one that got Al doing the one-handed almost push-up <laughs> on the desk. <laughs> so Roland Martin is the inspiration behind that. So be sure to <laughs> tune in and watch. Roland Martin Unfiltered. Good evening, everyone. Come on, let's generate some excitement here. Good evening, everyone. Thank you so much for being here, uh, here in the wonderful city of Swainsboro, Georgia. Uh, we are more than delighted to be back with none other than Roland Martin. Um, give it up. Give it up for Roland. We... We will formally introduce him later, um, but we're going to kick this off with just a couple of things. One, you know, I got to do my shameless self-promotion for the Local Matters podcast. You notice I'm wearing a shirt here, Local Matters. Local Matters is a radio program that comes on WKZK in the Augusta area, uh, 103.7 FM, 1600 AM, and I discuss state and local government matters. We cover candidates, we cover issues. And it's our goal to make sure that you are a more informed voter and a better engaged citizen. So if you like that kind of stuff, please go to Facebook. If you're on Facebook, please follow the Local Matters Podcast of Georgia on Facebook. Always trying to generate 
uh, a number of followers so that you can take advantage of the great information that we provide on local matters. With that out of the way, I want to do something that we always need to do when we congregate, and that is to pray. So I am going to invite uh, Elder Delmas Mosley. He's proprietor of the Mosley Funeral Home here in Swainsboro to give us our opening prayer. Let us bow our heads, please. Father, in the name of Jesus, we give you the praise and honor for your goodness and your mercy and your grace. Oh, God, we ask that thou would bless this occasion. Give us knowledge, wisdom, and understanding as we go through this process. Bless the participants, oh, God, in a special way. And the audience, Lord, give us open ears that we might hear and understand in the name of thy son, Jesus Christ. And we give you the praise and the people of God say amen. 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 Uh, our next program participant is doing double duty tonight. She is Mayor Pro Tem Bobby Collins. Uh, she is going to give us a greetings, and then she's also going to serve as one of our panelists. Mayor Pro Tem, please come up. Oh, do it from right there. We can bring you the mic. We'll bring you the mic, Mayor Pro Tem. Oh, she's got it already? All right, great. I would just like to say good afternoon, good evening to everyone. And uh, anytime, we, we just happy to see all of you that came. We, uh, in behalf of our Honorable Mayor, Greg Bennett, and the entire City Council, we welcome you to the City of Swainsboro. We thank Mr. Martin, Mr. Roland Martin, for coming. And welcome back again. And to our distinguished panel, you're welcome. You, we're happy to have you here to be with us in Swainsboro. So with a warm welcome, I say to each of you that made the huge effort to join us tonight, thank you for coming. Welcome to Swainsboro, and do come again. Thank you. Thank you, Mayor Pro Tem. Um, before we get started with our panel discussion, we have somebody who has driven all the way from Atlanta, Georgia, to be in Swainsboro tonight. And that is one of our candidates for the Office of Georgia Insurance Commissioner. Uh, she uh, was successful in winning the Democratic primary for that office which means that she has earned the privilege of running in November for that office. Here she is. She is, now our names, our first names are spelled the same. I'm Janice. She's Janice. Miss Janice Laws Robinson, please come on up. Good evening, Swedesboro. How are you this evening? Wow, this is lovely. Thank you all so much for coming out. Thank you, Mr. Roland Martin, for this um, amazing opportunity and occasion for being here. Hello, everyone, my friends over there on the panel. I've been, I'm telling you, my friend Al Houston, where is Al? Hey, Al. Al's been working on getting me here for a while since the primary. I was here in 2018. So many of you may remember I was the 2018 Democratic uh, nominee as well. So 
I was here in Swainsboro, and I'm grateful to be here again. Thank you, Al. Thank you, everyone, for this wonderful opportunity. So I am Janice Laws Robinson, and I am your next insurance commissioner for our great state of Georgia. Let me hear you if you are ready for me to be your next insurance commissioner for Georgia. All right. Show me your hands if you already voted early. Woo! Amazing. Show your hand. Keep your hands up if you already voted for me to be your next insurance commissioner. All right. Wonderful. So I'm not going to be long, but I wanted to make sure I made my way here to Swainsboro to show my face because I know you guys are here working hard to get Democrats selected up and down the ballot, working hard for me to be your next insurance commissioner. So I just wanted to come out, say thank you for your votes. Thank you for your support in 2018 to make me your nominee. You will remember that in 2018, I came within three percentage points of winning. I got, got almost two million votes. My race and Stacey Abrams' race for governor were the last two races to be called. It was that close. And so the person that won my race for insurance commissioner lasted about six months and is currently sitting in federal prison. So we have, um, the current governor has appointed an insurance commissioner and under his watch, we've continued to see our rates, auto insurance rates climb through the roof. Our home insurance rates climb through the roof. And insurance companies continue to take advantage of the most vulnerable among us. And so I'm committed to this fight. Uh, I'm, this is, I'm not new to this. I'm true to this. I've been working with Georgia families just like you for more than two decades, working to protect you and your family and to keep premiums in your pocket, not the big insurance companies. And so when I stepped up to run in 2018 is because I was tired of watching everyday Georgians struggle to make these premiums and to, and to watch to see um, claims get denied left and right, your policies get canceled because you've had a claim. All of these um, issues that just happen every day, and we don't have a voice. We don't have anyone at the state level standing up for us and fighting for us and holding these insurance companies accountable. So if you're ready for change, I know you already voted. So I'm preaching to the choir. I'm asking you to tell your friends, your family, if you're tired of overpaying for car insurance, if you're tired of overpaying for home insurance, if you're tired of not having access to quality, affordable health insurance, quality, affordable health care, if you're ready to see an insurance commission that's going to work with Governor Abrams to expand Medicaid, you've got to vote for Janice Laws Robinson. Because I'm the only candidate in this race that is licensed in all lines of insurance, that is experienced, that knows how to navigate the industry, knows what you're dealing with, and is ready to fight for you and your family. I promise you the current insurance commissioner that's been appointed is not going to do it. Because if he was going to do it, he would have already done it. Because he's had time to do it, and he has not. Allstate just took a 40% rate increase. 40% in a 12-month period. 
And all he had to say was he's disappointed that Allstate took advantage of a loophole in the law. And, oh, you, uh, if you're insured with Allstate, call your agent to find out why your rates were not. That's ridiculous. I promise you that as your next insurance commissioner, these insurance companies will have to justify every single rate increase to me. And if they can't justify to my liking, they will see me in court. I will stand up to them, I will challenge them, and I'll make sure we have fair and affordable rates here in Georgia. It is time. It is time that you have representation because insurance impacts all of our everyday lives. Raise your hand if you pay car insurance. Raise your hand if you pay home insurance, health insurance. Exactly, you get the point. So it impacts all of us, and this office typically just flies under the radar and goes unnoticed, but I've been calling attention to this race since 2018. We did well. We had a, narrow, a very narrow loss, so this time we are committed to crossing the finish line. And I know that with your support and your votes, we're going to get it done. We're going to send Senator Warnock back to Washington. We're going to elect Stacey Abrams as governor, and we're going to elect Janice Laws Robinson for insurance commissioner, and Democrats up and down the ballot, because this is our year, this is our time, I'm ready to do it. I know you're ready. So let's get Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Mother's Day is coming, and mom doesn't want flowers. She wants a cocktail. Here's a hint. 
Get Mom Bartesian. It's the countertop cocktail maker that creates your choice of over 60 premium cocktails in less than 30 seconds, each at the touch of a button. Flowers die. Happy hour comes back every day. So get Mom the machine that makes amazing cocktails with real fruit juices and craft bitters. Best of all, get $50 off a Bartesian premium cocktail maker with the purchase of one pack of cocktail capsules. So, instead of getting mom a reason to fill a flower vase with water, get mom the easiest, fastest way to fill her glass with the floral notes of gin. The best cocktails are premium cocktails, and the best day to get it for mom is Mother's Day, because you can get $50 off now for a limited time. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash mother to get the best premium cocktail maker for mom at the best price for you. Artesian, premium cocktails on demand. Thank you so much. Janice Laws Robinson, your next insurance commissioner. Thank you so much. Okay. All right. Roland loves selfies. I told everybody, y'all should come because Roland would take a selfie with anybody. <laughs> Thank you so much. Again, that was Janice Laws Robinson, Democratic candidate for uh, insurance commissioner in the state of Georgia. All right, it is now time for me to introduce our esteemed panel. Uh, a couple of these folks actually were with us a few weeks ago when we did this um, before and we were asked or they were asked to come back again this time around. So we appreciate them giving of their time and energy to come uh, back to Swainsboro for this important discussion. Um, the first panelist I want to introduce, I'll try to get them in order. Um, this is someone that is no stranger to anyone in Augusta, Georgia. He is State Senator Harold Jones II. Uh, he was elected to the Senate in 2014. He represents the 22nd Senatorial District in Georgia, which includes most of Richmond County, to include my house. So he's my state senator. Uh, senator Jones serves as the Democratic Whip. He is also Secretary of the Ethics Committee uh, and has served on the Economic Development and Senate Rules Committees. In 2004, he was elected as the first African-American Solicitor General for Richmond County. In 2008, he was re-elected to that office. Um, as Solicitor General, Senator Jones handled misdemeanor crimes and strived to balance representation of the state with advocacy for victims and to maintain policies that apply standards of fairness and equality for all concerned. Senator Jones earned his bachelor's degree from the South Carolina State University in 1991, and he also is a graduate of the North Carolina Central University Law School. He is also a former adjunct professor at Georgia Military College, Payne College, and Voorhees College. Thank you so much, Senator Jones, for being here. Uh, one of our other panelists is Dr. Muriel Bell. I think he is quite familiar to many of you here in Emanuel County because he is in charge of a program called Redirection. And the goal of that program of Redirection is to keep people moving through and out of the criminal justice system with the goal of keeping folks from having to go to prison. 
How's that for a goal? Um, he ha it works throughout the 12th Congressional District of Georgia, uh, and I understand that he'll pretty much go wherever he's needed to be in order to help people uh, with that goal of getting through the criminal justice system. Thank you very much for being one of our panelists tonight. Our next panelist is State Senator David Lucas, Sr., he was born in Peach County, Georgia, and earned a bachelor's degree in political science from the Tuskegee Institute, uh, which is where my son just graduated to. So y'all got that in common. Uh, got a, a Juris Doctorate degree from Mercer University. He is a member of the Georgia State Senate from the 26th District, having served since 2012. He is a member of the Democratic Party and also served in the Georgia House of Representatives from 1975 until 2011. In addition to his long political career, Senator Lucas was an outstanding athlete at Appling High School and at Tuskegee University in the late 60s and early 70s. He is also the father of comedian David Lucas and gridiron football player Al Lucas, who died during a game while playing for the Los Angeles Avengers. And of course, last but not least, Ms. Bobby Collins, very, very familiar to you all as you all's Mayor Pro Tem, uh, who was a last minute ad. So I'm sorry I don't have as much biographical information on her, but we know that she is going to represent you quite well just the same. Thank you so much for being here, all of you. There is one more order of business that we have to take care of before we introduce, before we get this panel going, and that is to formally introduce the star of the hour. You, you want to skip that? You want to skip that? But your frat brothers back here want to introduce you. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. You ain't got to introduce me. That's a big old sign. They can Google me. That's just a, that's just a waste of time. Let's get right to the conversation. We ain't got to do all that. You'll know me, Google me, you'll read it. Don't worry about it. I got a long bio. Go to rollingthismartin.com. All right, here's the deal. Two weeks left. Two weeks left. The question I have for y'all, anyone can jump in here and answer. How is the mobilization effort, organization effort going here to drive people? Are you looking at the numbers every day? Are you studying them, seeing where people are to get them to vote early as opposed to waiting for election day? Anybody? Yeah, I think the mobilization efforts right now are going pretty well. Um, we had an issue. Uh, we had to actually open up another precinct in Augusta to make sure that we dealt with lines that were actually forming our one precinct for early voting. So now we'll actually have a couple of more open. But, of course, the numbers themselves kind of show that the early voting mobilization, as far as Democrats are concerned, is there. But it's actually a three-pronged battle. Number one is the absentees, which is there. Of course, early voting, but we also have to remember to continue to mobilize for Election Day, too, because you have persons who are going to still be voting on Election Day. And if you look at it, we've been winning the absentees almost 50-50 as far as early voting is concerned, but we have not necessarily won the Election Day over the last few elections. So it it, it does not end just because the numbers look good now. We have to continue to make sure we right. go forward. So so on, on the absentee ballot part, I mean, obviously, um, folks have requested them. But what is being done to remind them what is happening? I mean, are you using media? Uh, uh, is there text messaging going on? Are you, are you phone banking? 
reminding people what's happening there. Chasing ballots. That's, that's basically what you call it, is chasing ballots. So whether you actually go to door to door to persons that the absentees actually been sent out, but also at the same time, as you mentioned, text messaging now is a little bit more familiar than actually doing the robocalls. That actually has been more uh, successful. So you have two ways to chase ballots. Actually, more than that, but the two that I'm seeing is actually physically going, if you have a good team to do that. And we found that a lot of organizations are doing that, actually knocking on the door and saying, hey, we know you receive your ballot. And another aspect of it is also text messaging to remind persons to get it in. Anyone else? Yeah, Martin, in, in Macon, Georgia, uh, we are up 20% in uh, early voting. And we've been knocking on doors, but uh, I've been making phone calls and I've been driving folks to the poll. Uh, it's the most amazing thing is when I go get them, the conversation is, you mean tell me my senator come to, to take me to the poll to vote? I say, I sure am. Make sure you vote for me. Well, it, well at least they know who you are. That's important. Anybody else? Yes, I think we, um, here in Swainsboro, we have uh, different civic organizations that's been done. They did a voter drive, and uh, after that, I think, have been, that there have been signs erected and, and, and campaigning uh, for the candidates, urging our citizens to, uh, to vote. And uh, I think that I, too, personally have uh, been urging high, the importance of voting. I, uh, I did an announcement uh, to, our, to, our, to my church congregation where, where I serve as clerk. But, um, and then too, I think Facebook is, has been uh, doing a whole lot and people been texting and, and, and that type of thing. We're also trying to do a push of making sure on election day that people have a ride to, um, to vote, um, getting out to vote. Some people don't have a ride, don't know how to get there. Encourage the churches and other people to make sure that you contact whoever uh, need to get to the polls to vote. So um, church vans and et cetera, other organizations trying to get together to make sure everyone uh, has the opportunity to get out and, and to vote by any means necessary. So um, I often talk about data, and I'm, I'm always looking at numbers. Uh, and um, when I look at, uh, obviously, with early voting, I talked about this a little bit earlier, you see, obviously, older voters who are turning out. And so um, do you have, last time I was here, you have some students here, here as well. I mean, are you seeing activism that's specifically targeting young voters in this city, in this county, in this region, uh, to get them out to the polls? What I'm actually seeing is that um, the push is to reach the younger voters, uh, even, even some of those that are just um, being registered to vote, is to encourage them to try to show them that they vote matters. Uh, one of the number one thing is to explain them the importance of them voting, the importance of the policies, things that they don't like, um, you want them changed, you got to get out and vote. So there's a, a push to reach the younger voters to uh, reset, uh, change their mindset on what they believe that they vote do not count. So we are um, trying to reach them uh, in their own language, in other words, meet them where they're at and to just get them to understand things better. 
Yeah, and I, I would actually say the same thing. For instance, uh, in our county, we actually had, are having a rally tomorrow, which will kind of uh, help with that. And also, our chairman actually is in his 20s as far as the local Democratic Party is concerned. And he also has been kind of spearheading that. But certainly, we can always do better. But I think also from a statewide perspective, when he's talking about from, from a Democratic perspective, I am seeing some things, especially more so in the metro area, metro Atlanta area, trying to reach out to that area. But of course, it's always a difficult task. It ain't easy. Yeah, uh, and I, earlier today I had a conversation with a brother who owns a barbershop here, and he was talking about uh, that one of the issues also that, that he's experienced here, the number of individuals who are of age, but they've been incarcerated. Uh, and he said, so he said, look, you may look, you may say you got 65% black population here, but what's the percentage of people who are eligible to vote as well? Uh, he said, you know, that, that's, that's one of the issues, because he said he just got his, he said he was first, first, uh, got his felony, first felony conviction when he was 14 and just got his right to vote just two years ago, three years ago. And so when you, th when you think about that, that's also part of the deal. So when we're having these conversations with young folks, especially young brothers, uh, the actions that they take early in life is going to have an impact on whether they can now vote on those issues later. Well, and also uh, what had just happened here in this uh, particular um, district, um, coming up even um, in November, and we just had one in Toons County throughout this, this um, 12th district, is that we are offering something, what we call the expungement. People that have a record to come in, the DA office and the sheriff office, along with the clerk, and sitting down with them, and those that come in and say, hey, if you got a record, we're going to help you get it expunged. Um, this is coming to Emanuel County next month. Um, we're pushing it hard through the DA office, um, but at the same time, uh, they got to understand that once they uh, have a criminal record, um, there's what they call the early out now. A lot of people don't know that, that you already have an early out. Go back. Uh, make sure you pull it up. Research it. Um, see what you got to do uh, in order to get your record sponged or get your uh, record sealed. Uh, there's a process. So um, we're in the process now throughout the um, circuit to make sure that everyone has that opportunity to where they will have their voting rights back. Gotcha. All right, folks, I'm going to go to a quick break. We come back. We're going to continue the conversation. But I do want to talk about organizing and mobilizing. I want to talk about organizing here uh, in this area as well beyond the election, because obviously so much focus is on that. Certainly, we'd love to see uh, Senator Raphael Warnock reelected to for a full six-year term. Love to see Stacey Abrams become the next governor. Uh, but what a lot of people have to understand is what needs to happen after the election, even if the candidates that we like don't win. And that, to me, is also a huge problem that I think we have in black communities all across the country. You're watching Roland Martin Unfiltered, broadcasting live from Spanesboro, Georgia, the Black Star Network, back in a moment. When we invest in ourselves, our glow, our vision, our vibe, we all shine. Together, we are Black beyond measure. Hi, I'm Dr. Jackie Hood-Martin, and I have a question for you. Ever feel as if your life is teetering and the weight and pressure of the world is consistently on your shoulders? Well, let me tell you, living a balanced life isn't easy. Join me each Tuesday on Black Star Network for a balanced life with Dr. Jackie. We'll laugh together, cry together, pull ourselves together, and cheer each other on. So join me for new shows each Tuesday on Black Star Network, A Balanced Life with Dr. Jackie. When we invest in ourselves, we all shine. Together, we are black beyond measure. You know what's on the ballot. 
It's not just legislation and policies we believe in. It's democracy, our democracy. There's a choice on the ballot between freedom and fear, between cruelty and compassion, between chaos and community, between voting or violence. And the end of rights generations have fought for. The extremists have a plan, a roadmap for a nation where your voice is silenced and your vote is a memory, where they count their votes and cast ours aside. That's why this year, this fight, this vote is so important. Register, engage, volunteer, fight back against the disinformation and despair, and most of all, vote, because your vote is all that stands between our future and theirs. We're all impacted by the culture, whether we know it or not. From politics to music and entertainment, it's a huge part of our lives, and we're going to talk about it every day right here on The Culture with me, Faraji Muhammad, only on the Black Star Network. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Mother's Day is coming, and Mom doesn't want flowers. She wants a cocktail. Here's a hint. Get Mom Bartesian. It's the countertop cocktail maker that creates your choice of over 60 premium cocktails in less than 30 seconds, each at the touch of a button. Flowers die. Happy hour comes back every day. So get Mom the machine that makes amazing cocktails with real fruit juices and craft bitters. Best of all, get $50 off a Bartesian premium cocktail maker with the purchase of one pack of cocktail capsules. 
So, instead of getting mom a reason to fill a flower vase with water, get mom the easiest, fastest way to fill her glass with the floral notes of gin. The best cocktails are premium cocktails, and the best day to get it for mom is Mother's Day, because you can get $50 off now for a limited time. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash mother to get the best premium cocktail maker for mom at the best price for you. Artesian, premium cocktails on demand. Hey everybody, this is your man Fred Hammond, and you're watching Roland Martin, my man, Unfiltered. Hi, this is Essence Atkins, and you're watching Roland Martin, Unfiltered. Hey yo, peace world, what's going on? It's the love king of R&B, Raheem Devon, and you're watching Roland Martin, Unfiltered. Hi, my name is Brisha Webb, and you're watching Roland Martin, Unfiltered. Ow. Well, I like a nice filter usually, but we can be unfiltered. What's going on? This is Tobias Trevelyan. If you're ready, you are listening to and you are watching Roland Martin Unfiltered. What's up? I'm Lance Gross, and you're watching Roland Martin Unfiltered. Hi, this is Cheryl Lee Ralph, and you are watching Roland Martin Unfiltered. I mean, could it be any other way? Really? It's Roland Martin. Georgia, glad to be back here at the City Auditorium. Thank you so very much. I, I went to a break and I asked this question in terms of um, mobilizing, organizing after the election. And I think that really is one of the big fundamental problems that we often see. People complain about what they're not getting. People say, oh, I don't want to vote because my community uh, looks the very same. But I often tell folks as well that voting is the end of one process, the beginning of another that we also have to be mobilized and organized, going to city hall, going to county government, going to the state legislature, uh, demanding various things for our community. Uh, and so from your perspective, uh, do you see that 365 mobilization effort through organizations um, and, 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 how, and how real is it or is that an area that needs to be worked on here in this city, in this, in this county, in this region? As the people down here, like, yeah, need to be worked on. Well, where I'm from, Roland, but I go, I go to the shot house. That's the house of your repute. They don't have no license to sell nothing. I go and talk to them. You, you, you meet a lot of guys who are ex-felons, gone straight, working, hadn't done anything, but never went back to register to vote. And I have to tell them, that once you serve your sentence with no probation and you find the pay, you become a registered voter. And they go, how? well, how? I said, you put down, you a fellow. I said, they're going to check the record. And the other reason is I'm taking folks to register now, even though they can't vote. But there's a libertarian in the race with uh, Reverend Warnock. If he doesn't get 50 plus 1 percent, it's a runoff. And then you'll be able to vote the next time. And, and so we have to. Now, yeah, yeah, now if, you, if you register, because did, did they also change the law that uh, because of after 2020 that you can't, so you can't register after um, um, uh, for the runoff after the election? No, day? no, no. You you can register now today, right? Even though voting going on, you can't vote in the in November 8th. But, but if you register now, you can if there's a runoff, runoff you will be able to vote in the runoff. Okay, right. gotcha. I think we need to do um, better 
after the voting has happened, after ones have elected here in the surrounding counties to get the message out to educate people, um, not wait until it's time to vote. Uh, again, we need to mobilize now. We need to plan now. I think we need to do a better planning and, and start now, uh, even after the, after the election. Let's go ahead and, and set plans in order. It definitely need to be done. Um, Emmanuel County, throughout this whole uh, district, I think we definitely need that. Uh, so you have two things going on. Number one is that I think we bought into the lie, as far as the public is concerned, that voting doesn't matter. And the fact of the matter is, I tell people all the time, legislation is being passed. It's just not legislation that you like. But understand, we're passing laws all the time. That's, that's not even an issue when somebody says it doesn't matter. We're passing laws all the time. Secondly, though, I think we as elected officials, we have to be more open as far as actually presenting um, the bills that we're doing to, to, to di directly help our community. One of the big issues that I've really been, um, about being a former prosecutor that I'm really into is just the drug war because it has just been such a travesty that was impacted on our community. Persons don't realize, and, and you may kind of know this, but, you know, President Obama actually changed, you know, the crack and cocaine discrepancy, but he really didn't go out and sell it. So here was something that directly really impacted the African-American community, but we, even as a party, we really didn't go out and say, look at what has just happened. This is important. To some extent, I think we try to hide those things that maybe disproportionately help African-Americans, and we say we've done them, but we don't really go out and actually promote it. And I think whether we're passing that particular legislation or promoting legislation that really is attracted to our community, we've got to do a better job. We can't hide and say that we're not trying to do things that disproportionately affect our community. We have to be open about that because the other side is very open about what they're trying to do. And I think we have to be very open and say this is something that diamond that really is for us. It affects everyone, but this is something that really will impact our community and not be afraid that somebody will come back and use it against us later on. That's, I think, one of the things we can do. Well, I, I think that the first thing, one of the uh, that's very important is to have more unity in the community. Now, you first got, you have to be able to reach out to one another. And that's just something that we don't do. Uh, we, uh, for whatever reason, uh, you have a, a group here that have uh, ideas and maybe on the other side of town and whatever, but that we will not work together. I don't know why, but I think that's our biggest problem. We will not. And I, I, I have tried and, and I'm sure others have tried, but we have to uh, unite and engage the community into what's happening around them so they can be involved to make things better. Roland, one thing we see in the community, we're talking about younger voters, people that have criminal records that will not go out and vote. Well, you got to understand one thing that happened in our district, which would make some of those that have had records um, fearful about going back, is the recidivism. Um, and when you look at an individual, they say three strikes, you're out. What well, our court system, what you actually will find is if you got a record in 1988 and something comes up in 2008, they go back and pull the 88 and bring it up, and that's, that's two strikes. If you've done anything different in between that, no matter how many years it has been, they bring it back up in the court system, and guess what? You got three strikes. I really believe that something about something like that we need to educate our people on and talk with them about to give them a better understanding. Look, you don't want a period of time. 
you don't have a record, hey, let's go ahead and begin to work on this where you'll be able to vote. Get it, get your record sponge, uh, you know, before anything else happens. You never know what may happen tomorrow. So I'm a firm believer that we need to work on those things. See, the, 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 reason, I, the reason I raise that question in terms of mobilization and organization, uh, because um, when we, we had the conversation earlier today in the barbershop, I was absolutely shocked when they said that I asked the question, uh, racial makeup of Swainsboro, and they said 65%. And they said, there's never been a black mayor in this city. And I, I immediately thought about um, Ferguson after Michael Brown was killed. Ferguson, Missouri, 67% African-American, and they never had a black mayor. I think they had just gotten a first black city council member. And my deal is, that's nuts. That's absolutely crazy. And then I went and looked at the vote total. So you had an election in November. The mayor won here with 858 votes. How in the hell can you have a city that's 65% black and you never elect an African-American mayor? To me, that points to a lack of mobilization, organization first, and then mobilization to understand black power. Atlanta is what it is. It's because black folks in Atlanta mobilized, organized and mobilized, and that's how Folks have been elected, and that's how they're able to uh, actually maintain power. I can show you other, other examples as well. And I just think in a number of smaller rural cities across the country, Mississippi and Alabama and other places, the exact same thing has happened. We're not taking advantage of our numbers to maximize power. So what is it going to require for that to happen here? Easy to answer that. Let me answer that question for you. One thing that we must do, and it's something that was brought up earlier, and you brought it, and you brought this up. If you got someone in office that is not willing to do what they need to do for your community and for you, and for you, put them out. Get them out. Go ahead and vote them out. Have them replaced. Don't be afraid to vote them out, no matter who they are. Just because we got the same skin color, don't mean that we can't vote them out. So if we begin to work on that and we begin to do that and let people know that, look, this is what we stand for. This is what we want you to do. You are an elected official. And if you are elected, you can get unelected. And if we do that and work together, we can change the dynamics of everything. I, I would 100% um, concur with that. I think the key thing is that you have to hold the elected officials accountable when you start talking about mobilizing later. We're talking about uh, felons voting. There is a bill pending in the um, state legislature to allow nonviolent felons to vote. It's, it's my bill. There, there's a bill to lower the penalty for marijuana. That's my bill. Here's the point that I'm making. You have to hold folks accountable. In other words, if I represent the district that I represent, of course I, re of course I represent everybody. The district I represent, though, is over 60% African-American. If I don't present bills like that and try to pass them, I should be held accountable on that. This is where I would say that the public sometimes misses the boat on things. And here's the, here's the thing. You allow us as elected officials to come to you and say, well, if I present this, then I can't get other things done. You allow us to hide behind getting things done without presenting things that may actually affect our community a little bit more. Don't allow us to do that. Don't allow us to do that. The fact of the matter is I told you about those two bills, but I've also passed other legislation in the Georgia Capitol. My point is this. Don't allow somebody to hide behind, I can't get anything else done if I push these issues. It's not true. It's not true. But I will tell you this. I said when I got elected solicitor, I was the first African-American solicitor, if I never hired one African-American, I don't think anybody would have held me accountable for it. Nobody would have held me accountable. 
you've also got to do that too, as the doctor said. Don't let us off the hook because we will try to play that game with you. Well, I can't push this issue because if I do, I can't do that. Guess what? Go look at their record and find out if they're even doing the other thing too. I bet you they're not doing that either. But see, that's why I raised the question because I think part of the problem is we say we have to hold elected officials accountable. No, we have to hold organizational leaders accountable. See, I think what happens is we've got ministerial alliances that ally with nobody. That are actually a lie. We've got, we've got, we got community organizations that do nothing. We've got fraternities and sororities that are focused on inward and not outward. You've got Prince Hall Masons, Eastern Star, Links, other groups that are also about themselves. And so, to me, I mean, I'll give a perfect example. You know, I'm, I'm in Sigma Pi Phi the Boulay, and it always cracks me up when all these all these trolls be talking about, oh, the Boulay running this, running that. I'm like, no, they're not. I mean, we had the Grand Boulet in the Bahamas, and there wasn't a single session on public policy, which I'm like, I don't know what the hell y'all talking about. And I was highly critical of that. And I said, why? Are, I said, you cannot assemble the so-called uh, group of all these powerful black men, and there's no public policy conversation here. That, to me, is a fundamental problem. And so coming down to the local level, again, if I'm looking at... From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Hey there, parents and teachers. Are you tired of feeling like every day is a battle of wills with your kids? Let me tell you about something that changed the game. Love and Logic. Love and Logic isn't just another parenting or teaching strategy. It's a mindset shift that empowers you to raise responsible, respectful kids while keeping your sanity intact. With Love and Logic, you'll learn practical techniques to set limits with empathy, give your kids the tools they need to make smart choices, and build relationships based on mutual respect and understanding. Love and Logic stands behind their methods with a one-year money-back guarantee. Try it out risk-free. If it doesn't change your life, we'll buy it back. Plus, you can get 10% off with code IHEART10. So if you're ready to say goodbye to power struggles and hello to peaceful, loving relationships with your kids, it's time to give Love & Logic a try. Visit their website or call today. Your sanity will thank you. Love & Logic, because parenting and teaching should be a joy, not a chore. Visit loveandlogic.com.